Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, to the BHITB podcast. I'm your host, Dante Fortson. Today, I'm going to be talking with Tao Ministries about the 12 Tribes chart. But before we get into that, make sure you go to blackhistoryinthebible.com and grab your free book. When you subscribe, make sure you click the confirmation link. And also, the BHITB radio or podcast is now available on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and I will be uploading the show to YouTube as well for anybody that wants to catch it over there. And finally, go check out the Patreon page. There's a lot of goodies over there if you want to become a patron. I appreciate the support. So today's guest can be found on YouTube under Teo Ministries. That is T-E-O-T-W Ministries. Their teaching is rock solid, and they're actually the only ministry I refer people to other than my own. I'm super excited to have them on, so I'm going to go ahead and bring them on right now. Uh, Teo, are you guys with me? Can you hear me? Yeah, we're here. How you doing, Dante? I'm good. How, How are you guys doing today? Bless. I'm great. You got uh how you guys doing today? We're doing good. Pretty good. All right, perfect. So let's go ahead and jump jump into this. I've been excited about this one for a while because we've been trying to get together for a while and the schedules didn't line up. So can you give the listeners just a little bit of background about how your ministry became focused on awakening our people to who we are? Okay, yeah. Uh I'll give it. Uh <laughs> So basically what happened was, historically speaking, uh, you know, I was on Facebook one day and a white woman posted a video about Deuteronomy 28. And uh, I read, uh, I saw the video and I read Deuteronomy 28. I was like, well, that looks exactly like our history. And so uh, after reading that, uh, I said, well, you know, if this is true, I should be able to find additional information and historical evidence, hopefully. And so then we start digging in and, you know, what you find out that is historically accurate as well, uh, that these people knew who we, who we are and uh, the conspiracy against our people is just mind-boggling. Now, was she trying to, like, post in order to awaken people or was she posting it under a different context and then that's just what led you to the awakening part? She was just like, you know what, this is interesting. That's all she did, and I just looked at the video. That was it. She she didn't have a position on it either way. Uh, she just was like, this is interesting, and uh, that's how it began. Well, that's pretty awesome that you bumped into it that way, and that actually led me. You guys are the ones that really led me to start looking into it because you kept pushing me to go check it out, and then I finally did, and then here we are today. So let's go ahead and get into the 12 tribes chart. This is something that I see pop up all the time. A lot of people use this. Uh, So can you give us a little bit of background on the 12 tribes chart, who created it, and why it's so popular? Uh, Anthony, you want to go with that? Yeah, sure. Um, So it it said that uh, Aria, he's one of the, uh, I guess you could say one of the, original founders of the, of the camps, uh, the One West camps out of New York. And he had a, a dream, and out of that dream came his his 12-tribe chart where Judah is the Negro and West Indians are Benjamin, Haitians are Levi, you know, Simeon is Dominican. <laughs> and so somehow, you know, this this 
vision, this dream, you know, became viral among the One West groups. And so uh, the the One West groups uh, have their own offspring, which are a lot of the guys out there today teaching the 12 tribe chart live. Uh, and so, you know, um, you know, it's unreal how how people even believe this. I mean, you know, the Haitians came off the boat with our people, and yet the Haitians aren't Judah. The Haitians are Levi. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it, it really uh, is un- unbelievable how this actually is believed. You know, we're talking about groups of people uh, of different races, all of a sudden descendants of one Negro man. It's you know, it, it really you know it makes you want to pull your hair out. It, it's just so unreasonable. <laughs> but you know, basically, Aria had a, a dream, and um, and and uh, other camps uh, went along with it. And there's a guy, uh, what's his name, Abba, um, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember his name. But one one of the camp leaders, he 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 admitted that the 12 tribe chart was a lie but he said he was promoting it to to increase the membership uh so <laughs> that's the uh, quick summary of that all right and see in this dream this is interesting cuz i hadn't heard about the dream now in the dream did anything like an angel or an entity appear to him or was it just a dream and the names popped up on the chart it was a, it was a vision right it sort of you know, at least, it, you know, I guess, it's, you know, just a dream, a vision that he thought he received from God. Um, now, you know, at least that's the testimony, but uh, I believe it was all staged, uh, creating this new ministry to grow grow their church. Uh, and, and that's why, you know, the One West Group ran with it and was trying to build a church of many races. You got all these races, descendants of one black man, and somehow they're not black anymore. And so you got to come up with all kinds of stories of how they became uh, Israelites and how those Israelites went to other lands and became another race of people, even though their DNA don't tie them back to Judah, but somehow they all one family, right? <laughs> right. And and I was looking at the chart, and... I came to a lot of conclusions you came to just by looking at the chart when we started to see who came off the boat with us and who didn't. And that just made a lot more questions for me. So I know a lot of people do adhere to this chart, but why is it that you believe that these other races are not Hebrews? That is the, okay. You go ahead. You go ahead. So, so basically, they tell us that uh, the so-called Negroes, Judah, Seminole Indians, Reuben, North American Indians, Gad, Colombia, Uruguay, Asher, Argentina to Chile, Naphtali, Cubans are Manasseh, Dominicans are Simeon, Haitians are Levi, Mexicans are Issachar, Guatemalans are Panama, Zebulon, Puerto Ricans are Ephraim, and West Indians are Benjamin. Okay, logically speaking, that makes no sense because we're dealing with land masses. Okay, so, I mean, that alone tells you these people don't know what they're talking about. Okay, secondly, uh, they like to use some of these books, like, you know, uh, like, for instance, the, the teaching that Omar did about uh, coming across the Bering Strait. Now, I thought Omar was smarter than that, okay? Uh, if you look at the books that they use, most of the books that they use is, is, is written by Mormons. And we know that Mormons are cults, okay? Now, the Mormons also thought that black 
people are not humans, okay, back in the day. Now, all of a sudden, because they need cow members, that, you know, it's okay to have a black Mormon now. But in the past, they considered us animals. So why do you think they were looking for someone else other than the Negro uh, to be Israel, right? So the only one that they could think of close to being that is the Native American Indian, right? So the other thing is, if you look at uh, the, the history of the Native American Indians and, and, and you look at their DNA, they're tied more so to Asians, right? More so to Tibetans. And if you look at their facial structure, they look a lot like Asians, like the Tibetans and, and those type of people. The other thing is this, okay? They do a lot of uh, leaping of, of logic, right? So they say, well, we found a back creek stone and some other things with Hebrew writing on it. Okay, let's assume that's legit. They have been proven false, but let's assume it's legit. If it is legit, those stones could have gotten here any kind of way, you know, any other way that you can think of, not just that they were brought over by Hebrews. Now, uh, they make their well, you know, uh, you know, this was written on and it was here before uh, Columbus got here. Well, if you do a little research, uh, and you, you can check a, a video out there, uh, Dr. Sam Monteith was one of the people in it, if you all know about him. Uh, it's called The Templars in the New World. You can Google that on YouTube. It talks about many different types of people being in the Americas before Columbus, right? And uh, they found coins from different ver- various groups, Portuguese and everyone else, over in the Americas. They showed that um, uh, one of the, uh, the churches, uh, that Templar church, I forgot the name of it, uh, uh, I think it's Rosen, something, whatever. They talk about how they, the church is built like in the early 1500s, and they had uh, pictures of maize. They had pictures of different types of vegetables only found in the Americas, right? And so it showed you that the Templars knew about this land. And, and rumor was that the Templars came here as well. So not only that, you can Google this as well. It, was, it has been shown by many scholars that Egyptians were here as well, right? Uh, Google uh, Egyptians and the Grand Canyon. You'll find a whole bunch of stuff about that. So to make the leap of logic that because you found a Hebrew stone that the people here were Hebrews is silly, right? So, I mean, I could go on and on, but, uh, you know, I'll let you continue, Dante. All right. That was a lot of information, and I do have a ton of questions now. So you said the – I just want to make sure about this part before I go into the next line of questioning. The – Hebrew camps, some of the Hebrew camps that use the chart have incorporated Mormon doctrine into their Hebrew doctrine? Well, what they do is there's, a, there's several Mormon books out there that state uh, the Native Indians have a lot of traditions of, uh, you know, the Hebrew Israelites. And so what they did was they say, well, see, uh, because they do this and they, and they have these tribes and they have these customs and things like that, which are, are really not. You know, if you compare their tradition to what's in Africa, there's no comparison. Like the Africans truly have Hebrew traditions, but the, the Native Indians don't. And if you look at the descendants of the Native Americans, I've read some of their stuff. They're like, why are the Negroes trying to, you know, uh, take over our culture? We're not Hebrews. We're not black. But yet they want to include these people. And these people are telling you themselves that they're not Hebrews. I really don't understand why they want to keep 
uh, these people make everyone a Hebrew Israelite, and and, and let's let, let's use some logic for 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 a change, right? Uh, you're not going to just wipe out a whole group of people. Where are all of the masses of black Hebrew Israelites on this continent? Now, I, I know you got people like Dane Calloway trying to say we're the original aborigines of this land, which is stupid. He has no, no historical, biblical, or anything for such a statement, but people follow him as well, right? So our people, and, and, and don't take this the wrong way, our people are like sheep. They listen to anything. They eat from anyone who feeds them. And not knowing that there's also an agenda by the government to subvert this awakening, right? And so in my opinion, and this is my opinion, and you camps can get mad all you want, that some of y'all are FBI, Cointel, pro people. And you all met there to dilute the awakening and hinder our awakening, and that's my opinion. Now, I'm, I'm glad you said that, because Cointel Pro is something I'm going to actually touch on in a future show, but... A lot of the stuff you concluded, such as the Indians uh, being closer to Asian, that is a conclusion I came to as well. And I agree with you. It does seem like they are operating in a Cointel Pro type fashion. And it seems that the 12 tribes chart seems to be the same argument that I hear from a lot of European Christians. Basically, Hebrews spread out and became all nations. It, it seems like that's the direction they're going with it, and they only exclude Europeans from this. And to touch on something what you said about people claiming to be Aboriginal Native Americans, when they show those pictures about the with the darker Native Americans, what they don't talk about is that the camera wasn't even invented until 1816, almost 200 years after we were brought here and had escaped into the Indian tribes. Now the explanation of their background with the Native Americans that is some of the first stuff I've heard about that. So I do have a question now. How do they explain Mexicans as being Hebrews? <laughs> I'll let Anthony answer that one. Well, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, tell you the truth, they confuse me. <laughs> you know, because they, they are Aztecs, right? They have an ancient history that goes back thousands of years, just like Israel. I mean, they, based on my research, right, I mean, the, the best I can say is, you know, back to, at Nimrod's time and, and the Lord confused the tongues and everybody went back to their homeland, you know, it's always been in my spirit that everybody went home, right? The Indians came back over to the Americas, the Mexicans went back to Mexico, and they, you know, and so they Aztec heritage, if anything, ties back to some of the Hamitic culture, right? Because you can look at the Aztecs and and, and, and the way they, uh, you know, uh, dress and, and the, the way they adorn their themselves and pierce themselves is, has a lot more to do with Hamitic culture than Israelite culture. Um, so I, I really don't know how the Mexicans get in there and then tie that to the, all these different I mean, you, you look at them, and they're, they're different races of people. You can look and say, hey, they're genetically different just by observation, just by simple observation. And so now you got to explain, well, why are they so different? Because the Negro, the Negro, uh, his, we got to admit, the Negro gene is extremely strong. The, the Negro gene, when, when, when other races mate with the Negro, the probability of that child being a Negro is very high. Right, looking like a Negro, that is. And it's not 100%, but 
Percentage-wise, you're more likely to produce a Negro-looking child when you mate with a, a Negro person or Israelite, right? So uh, the, the trend is for the other race to look more like an Israelite or like a Negro. So, you know, how they became Mexican and got, you know, had the, the jet black hair that doesn't uh, lock, doesn't turn into locks. I mean, you got to admit, the Indians and the Mexicans have really nice heads. Right, but that's that's a, that's evidence right there that they are not the same as the Negro, right? Because we have hair like wool, right? We have hair like Jesus. Uh, so I mean, it really confuses me how anyone could ever believe it. I mean, I always get the example: uh, if your wife came home and and said, "Okay, this this Mexican baby is yours," and I'm a Negro man, I'm supposed to believe her. It's the same thing. This is your child. You made him. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> Who's the guy you've been sleeping with? That's the question, right? <laughs> so, I, I, you know, that's the best answer I have. I, I really can't. I don't understand how you, you know, they can say that. Okay, so let let me play devil's advocate for just a second here. So, are there any prophecies in Deuteronomy 28 that any of these other cultures fit? Other than the fact that they got wiped out um, and persecuted, I mean, but what people of color has not been persecuted around the world, right? Um, I think that, uh, you know, it's not, and, and look, it's not just one prophecy, right? It's all of them that you must fit. The Negro fits every single Deuteronomy 28 scriptural prophecy, every single one, Right? The Native Americans, the Puerto Ricans, the, the Haitians, I mean, I mean, the Haitians do, but the Indians, you know, they don't. Now, now we know the Haitians, how they got there. The Haitians, they are Judah, right? They came on a slave trade, on a slave boat, right? Same thing with the Dominicans, a lot of the black African Dominicans, even the Afro-Mexicans, right? They are Judah, right? They came on a slave trade. Nobody from Israel walked on the Bering Strait. Now, here's the other thing, okay? They talk about uh, Zephaniah. Uh, second, I mean, Second Ezra. I'm sorry. They talk about Second Ezra 13:41, right? Saying, but they took this counsel among themselves that they would leave the multitude of the heathen and go forth in a further country where never mankind dwelt. So they say, oh, okay, so that's all the way over there in America. Now the scripture also says it took them about a year and a half to get there. There's no way you're going to get from the Middle East, what we call the Middle East today. If you go from there all the way to, to across the Bering Strait to the Americas in a year and a half, impossible, impossible, right? Now, I can get from the area of Assyria, right, which is where they were taken captive, to Africa in a year and a half. I can do that, right? Not only that, right. historically speaking, we can find that the Limba, right, that the Limba has a history that they tell their people of how they got to Africa, and they came from the area that we call Israel, over into Africa after being persecuted. They have a history of that throughout their culture. Now, do you see the Native Americans, the Puerto Ricans, the Mexicans with a history of that? Do you see them talking about that? Not only that, do you see any of these people that they claim on the 12 tribes chart awakening? No. The only ones you see awakening right now are the Negro, a.k.a. the true Hebrew Israelites of the Bible. So, therefore, they cannot be Israel. Now, you got one or two sprinkles around here that got brainwashed by the camps, 
right? And the camps, all they're doing is taking their money and using them as an influence to try to bring more of their people in. But you see no awakening. Yeah, so um, the, as far as the, the curses, there's, there's, there's the, the curse of poverty and the curse of being annihilated, right? We, I mean, American Indians have been genocided by the Europeans, but they've done that in every nation they've encountered. You know, they go in there, they genocide the people, wipe them out, and replace that nation with themselves. So, I mean, that happens to everyone, but to, to identify Israel, the curses, the Bible says that the curses are a sign of who Israel is forever. So even when we come out of the curses, you can look at our history and say, that's Israel, because those things happened to the Negro people, right? They came on ships, right? They, they were the tail and not the head. Their children were taken from them, and they were helpless to do anything about it. You know, uh, they were raped, murdered. You know, all the things that Deuteronomy 28, the, 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 the stranger will come in the land where you reside and become above you. We see that to this day, right? And so obviously... There's a, a purposeful agenda to keep the Negro down. And so the Indians from India come here, and they can open up hotels and restaurants and, and succeed, right? The Korean can come here and open up restaurants and sell hair to the Negro, but the Negro can't open his own business. Why? Because the people in power refuse to lend the money to the Negro, right? But they will lend they will lend it to the other races and help them get up, right? And so you, on the corner, you have a gas station owned by Arabs, right? Anybody can come here and succeed, but they don't let the Negro succeed, and then they tell us it's our fault. Okay, so, but those are signs. That, that's another prophecy where the stranger will come and be ahead of you, right? But that doesn't really happen. You know, we don't have casinos like the Indians. We don't have our own country and nation like the Mexicans, right? So... The, the, you, you, the signs are there, right? The, the Deuteronomy 28 is one group of people, right? And, and so on top of that, you know, we came on ships, and the first thing the Europeans say, well, other people came on ships, and Israel went to Egypt later on by ships. And I'm like, well, how do, how you got to take a ship to Egypt when the, the, the nation of Israel is landlocked with Egypt? Only the Negro fits Deuteronomy 28 prophecy. And so, you know, the other thing is, I want to say this, okay, Isaiah eleven eleven it says, and it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall set his hand again a second time to recover the remnant of his people, which shall be left from Assyria and from Egypt and from Patros and from Cush and from Elam and from Shinar and from Hamet and from the islands of the sea. So what do we see here, right? We see that most of Israel is going to come from Africa, right, and from the Middle East, from Iran. Then the islands of the sea. Now, we know who went and was scattered amongst the nations. It was Judah. Judah was scattered amongst the world as slaves, as captives. So we know those are the ones coming from the islands of the sea, right? So where were the, the Native Americans and Mexicans scattered abroad and, and going to be returning from the islands of the sea? Right? That's not happening, and it's not going to happen because it's a lie. And now people need to use their brains and stop going along with, with, with propaganda and being brainwashed, right? Our people like to, we have a group mentality, right, group think. We like to be part of groups. We, need to, we like to be part of clans. We like to be part of fraternities and sororities. So now we want to be a part of a camp, right? And them camps are lying to you, and they're leading you to hell. 
Now, I agree with you 100% about that. And I'm glad you mentioned the limba, and I'm glad you brought up Isaiah 11.11, because that was one of the things, the first things that caught my attention about the chart is they leave off a lot of the African nations that we know for a fact are linked back to Israel, and then they add other nations that are not linked back to Israel. And I would assume if this was a vision from God, the limbo would have been on that chart somewhere since they do have DNA that links back to the tribe of Levi. So let me ask you this because we are coming down to the last couple of minutes. Um, Are there any other religious groups besides the camps that use this 12 tribes chart? So from what I can see, no one else uses this 12 tribes chart now. You do have another chart, 12 tribes, which is the British Israelism, right? They have their own chart, right? Uh, so you got the 12 tribe chart that the, you know, that the camps use, and then you had the ones for British Israelism, which we talked about Britain and Scottish, the Scottish and all this stuff. And so, you know, everybody wants to be Israel, but nobody wants to curse it. Right. I agree with you. And I do want to thank you guys for coming on. Um, that is going to be the last question. I know you guys are going to join me next week. Uh, we're going to be talking about Eurocentric Christianity and racism and how it affects the black community. That's going to be a fun show. I want you guys to give everybody your contact information before we go. Okay, so you all uh probably familiar with our channel. It's called Tail Ministries on YouTube. Uh, you can go there and uh, watch many of our teachings and videos. We also have a name site. It's teotwministries.name.com. Uh, uh, we have a lot of people that's joining that. Uh, that way we can communicate and uh, fellowship and ask questions. And uh, also we have a, a, a Patreon uh, site. Uh, you know, if you want to support the ministries, go to patreon.com slash T-E-O-T-W, and uh, that's about it. All right. I appreciate you guys coming on. I'm definitely looking forward to next week. Um, everybody else, make sure you go check out T-E-O Ministries, T-E-O-T-W Ministries on YouTube. I'll have links to it in the show summary. Uh, check the website, blackhistoryinthebible.com. The links will also be below the, ex- um, the description in YouTube. And I'll go ahead and add them to the show page as well. If you want to be a guest on any of the future shows, make sure you go to the podcast page on blackhistoryinthebible.com and fill out that form. Check out the BHITB Patreon as well. And make sure you send in your questions. Because Teo is going to be joining me again next Saturday, 7 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Eastern. If you have any questions about Eurocentric Christianity, racism, and how it affects the black community, send in those questions. I'll try to get them in next week. That is the 28th. And that's it for today. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you in advance to those that plan to share the episode. And until next time, I am out.